0: Boomers have long asked the question, is that all there is, in seeking meaning and purpose beyond their past careers? In contributing to answer that rhetorical question, adults age 50 plus are rewriting the traditions of aging in America. Organizations as boomers leading change here in Denver are becoming an active resource in the process. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Being ahead of the boomers' aging curve, in 2017, Boomers Leading Change conducted the weekend conference boom to begin assisting boomers to shape the next chapters of their lives. BLC programs and activities assist boomers to employ their experience to help others to live their healthiest lives. How they do it? And how you can volunteer to join them to benefit our community is the focus of this edition. Continuing with us again is DLC Executive Director Ms. Kelly Brown.
1: The early childhood sector is one that provides just an incredibly necessary function and serves a necessary function in our society, and that's taking care of our children, especially our very very young children. Um, you know, helping them get a head start but also giving parents the opportunity to continue with their work while their children are being adequately cared for. Um, This program is really about using a cadre of older adult volunteers as human capital to help um, supplement or augment uh, the staffing needs at our early childhood centers. Um, Because as you may know, this is an industry or a sector that is woefully uh, under-resourced, I should say, understaffed, Um, the level of attrition is just um, obscenely high. And so in order for us to be able to help these beleaguered center directors, we are proposing to bring in older adults who might be able to provide classroom support to give the directors and some of their staff a spell so that they can focus on other things. You know, our, our big focus right now is finding older adults who might be willing to get their childhood development associates, which will allow them to work in the classroom in in, an associate uh, context where they could, you know, um, take over some of the functions that currently CDAs are doing and also to support center directors through the acquired business and other acumen of volunteers, older adult volunteers who might be willing to help these center directors With areas that they they really need help and but can't afford things like h r legal accounting marketing grant writing, so if they if we've we've got older adult volunteers who have skills in these areas, we are actively searching for those individuals i mean this is this is a real call to action. we need you, the centers need you they need your help so if you're an older adult who has uh, a level of business acumen that you can share with the center directors, then please contact us because we would love to um, put you in touch with the individuals. There's some training, obviously, that will need to be gone through but um, because they are they would be our volunteers. But I can't tell you how necessary it is to have folks who would be willing to serve in this capacity.
0: And to serve in that capacity, you don't necessarily have to have a degree or be a retired educator at all.
1: You don't. And as I said, it's it's older adults who have some level of like I have a law degree and I practice law for a little bit. So if I were if I were available to volunteer, I might be able to use my legal skills and experience to some extent to help out these who may have legal issues. Um, I'm, I'm just not allowed to do that here because I'm not licensed here in Colorado and I haven't practiced law in some time. But if you are an HR professional who can lend your assistance to helping some of these centers, that would be one way as well. If you're an accountant or a bookkeeper who can help out, again, you know, the things that they need help with are the things that will most likely Um, align with whatever someone has been doing for an extended period of time as part of their career. So we're not asking someone to make a leap and go from doing accounting work to all of a sudden doing HR. If you've been in that work, chances are there is definitely a need for um, some assistance in in that area.
0: So I guess the place for them to get started is by going to the website at boomersleadingchange.org and follow the prompts or the pull-downs from there?
1: Correct. So you can just click on our programs and you'll find something on the early childhood program. And um, if if you don't see anything there, I'd be surprised. But otherwise, you can also contact directly uh, my colleague, Lisa Armeo, um, who runs the early childhood program for boomers leading change. But uh, she will be happy to give you any additional information that you're seeking.
0: I need to ask you another question about uh, just the uh, general nature of uh of aging in America in the last 8 to 10 years we've been seeing a movement toward uh age friendly communities and and at that conference I even heard about the movement to have better age friendly hospitals you think the age friendly communities movement uh Colorado has 13 communities here that are are seeking the, the to uh, to do the uh, disciplines for the uh, to keep that designation um, does that give an indicator that things may be changing?
1: Well, I think that when you look at the data, Colorado is one of the fastest-growing age um, uh, states in the country in terms of the aging population. So we are we are replicating a, a population that has a large age or older age population. Let me put it that way. It's the best way to describe it, I think. Um, and so I think it's a really prudent move on, on the part of many of these communities and cities to start adapting practices that really reflect the trends that we're seeing demographically and creating opportunities for people to age in a way that um, gives them dignity, allows them to continue to feel very useful um, and supports their efforts as, as, as they get older. So I I don't know how many other cities or um, communities or counties in the country are doing this, but Colorado just tends to get out in front of a lot of things. And I think this is one practice or approach that um, definitely deserves modeling and that um, hopefully we can, we can do this in communities um, that are probably a little bit more marginalized than some of some other communities, because I do feel like equitable aging is something that we should all look at because um, right now everyone doesn't age the same. Everyone doesn't have the same opportunities when they age. And in order for this concept that they to be really, Um, beneficial, it does need to be looked at in the context of where these communities are set up and ensuring that some communities that would otherwise not get them or this designation do have a chance to receive it.
0: You were speaking of communities having equitable aging. So therefore, aging in the general population is going to be different than aging in African American communities and then Latino communities then. And so we have to do a little more to make sure that they have a positive aging experience as everyone else would.
1: That is my thesis and I, and I, I think that there's, yeah. there's data and there are studies out there that would support that thesis that not everyone gets the chance to age the same and that we start talking about the social determinants of health, where you live, where you go to school, um, for example, your access to healthcare, all of those things factor into that. And so until we level the playing field With respect to those social determinants, I think we are constantly going to see this um, disparity in terms of how older adults get to age. So I I do feel like that is being examined. I don't know where the current efforts are with respect to creating that that kind of equity, but I do feel like it's incredibly necessary that it exists.
0: BLC also does technology training now. Is this how to use a computer or is it more like how to use Zoom or become a a better practice at what skills you have? So uh, if you're on a volunteer assignment, you're going to be able to use their technology more efficiently and effectively.
1: Some of all of that. So really our, our, our tech training emerged out of a recognition that some of the volunteers or the individuals who wanted to volunteer with us didn't have the competency or the confidence or the facility to be able to to navigate software programs and just to be able to function um, comfortably on a zoom call because they didn't really know how to how to use zoom and so that training grew out of a need to one not keep losing volunteers but also just to provide a service because what they're learning, what the volunteers are learning by going through that tech training is not just something that meets a specific need. Okay, I, I now I can do a Zoom call for the purposes of being able to do volunteer work, but that Zoom yeah. call training may help you connect with family and friends and other people. You know, being able to um, create a Google Doc doesn't have just a singular application or, or, or that that the the volunteers learning. But there are broader things um, in terms of what that knowledge can impart. So um, there are multiple purposes that are being served, but the emerging, or or rather the largest purpose was initially just to get the volunteers comfortable so that they could do their work um, and be able to do it with a degree of satisfaction and, and confidence. Um, but mm-hmm. we're, we're starting to see that people are, are using that knowledge to explore other things as well.
0: And you're also still doing some health navigation training as well?
1: We are. Um, we're we're starting to really just look at that program and, and determine how we want it to look as we move forward. But health navigation was one of sort of the mainstays of Boomer's Leading Change um, prior to my existence in the sense that we are one of three organizations in that have been credentialed by the state to offer this yeah. training and to have individuals who pass the state assessment then be placed on a registry that is made known to employers who are seeking health navigators. So, um, we will continue to offer health navigation in some form or fashion. But, you know, one thing I know is that health navigation um, really takes on so many different um, tones and and different looks that it's just really hard to pinpoint what is a health navigator because it it really just depends on what is needed by the employer and um, what is needed in the community. But broadly speaking, we do have a focus on health navigation.
0: In a few moments, we have left a crystal ball question. Does BLC have a vision of a of post-COVID America for retirement and for boomers being active? Uh, are, are you getting any feedback from people that are participating with BLC as to uh, apprehensions or, or things they feel they're going to have to deal with going forward as we, we get a better handle on this post-COVID-19 Colorado here?
1: That's a great question. Um, I haven't heard any specific apprehensions about being able to go back out in public. I know that there's an eagerness to be able to get out and to start mingling and to return to some semblance of normalcy that was. Um, I think think there's also this caution that's been built into us because of the fact that we've been isolated for so many months and for over a year. I think that to the extent, people feel like they can volunteer and do so safely they will continue to, they will go back into doing that. There may be some reticence on the part of some folks who do that. From our part, we're continuing to offer, for example, our training is going to be bifurcated. We're going to have in-person training, and we're also going to have remote training. So for the folks who want to be comfortable and not have to worry about possible um, contagion, whatever they can still take the training via their computer and have that safety, um, that safety feeling there. Um, uh, we're still we're starting to see some of our partners are are starting to emerge from you know having to go completely remote to now looking at you know the possibility of of having volunteers come out and work in person. I don't know what the future is going to hold. I certainly am not a fortune teller or a a soothsayer in that way, but (laughs) I think we'll probably see some combination of both to the extent that it is possible for people to volunteer in a virtual setting. Many will continue to do that, but many will, will take the option of going back out in person. I'm hoping that we don't see a complete drop off in volunteerism within the older adult community, but that the numbers manage to stay somewhat steady between these two different methods for delivering service. So we'll see. We'll see.
0: Sure. So the place to get started is at the website at boomersleadingchange.org and uh, probably sit in on a coffee, tea, and BLC to, to get a feel. And then you have your uh, monthly What's Happening at BLC, a BLC information sessions as well. So you have a, a number of places where they can plug in. Yes,
1: and you, you hit upon, you know, certainly the social connections is a low entry point. Um, The the orientation sessions experience you is also a a fairly low entry point. Um, There's no hard sell at Boomer's Leading Change. We definitely want individuals who want to work with us and to to volunteer with us. So, you know, we welcome all comers and we understand that, you know, making a decision about how you're going to spend your time is an important one. So, you know, we're, we're giving you as many opportunities as you feel like you would need in order to learn as much about us.
0: The insight from Ms. Kelly Brown, the executive director of the community organization Boomers Leading Change. We thank her for being our guest again on this edition for Older Americans Month. Boomers and others seeking to be community active and civic connected during your new freedom zone after leaving the workforce. Boomers Leading Change is the touch base to make. You can begin by going online to boomersleadingchange.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. Mask up and keep your distance when going out. Get your vaccine shots to ensure you're good to go anywhere. And we do thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.